just thank you for this word today in Jesus' name. I thank you for a right now word. Right now. Right now. In Jesus' name. Um, Pastor, I like to start this way because it's, it's good to just to re, repeat and redo and keep it going. Uh, Pastor Gary's New Year's revelations that he gave us, um, and he's been talking about global, global glory, and in order to receive that, uh, we got to believe it. In order for the glory to come and, and to be manifested in your life, you got to believe it. If you want to see God, evidence of God's goodness in your life, you got to believe it. Amen. If you want to see his promises fulfilled in your life, you have to believe it. So, um, number one, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prof prophet, so shall you prosper. Do you believe that? I believe that. Number two, fear not. Why? Because when we get a reverential fear of God, you're, believing him is easy then. If there is no fear, believing God is real simple. It's just what you do. It's like, um, you know, you're, you're earthling, so you breathe air. And we're Christians, so we believe God. It's just what we do. Number three, you are complete in him. Imagine, if you can, can you believe that? Can your mind get around that fact that in him you are complete? He looks at you and says, hey, you're complete. I see no fault in you. He sees no fault in you. He sees no fault in me. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes you ask, are you blind? <laughs> no, he sees no fault, right? Come on. Number four, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It just turns him on to give you the kingdom. What gives you good pleasure? I know when my grandkids come up to me and say, Papa, do we have some stash? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They know where my stash is. I keep it full. Why? It gives me great pleasure and it gives them great pleasure because I give it to them just before they leave. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's called payback. It's a beautiful thing. And her mother's just looking at me going, Ooh, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? See ya. <laughs> it's awesome. And so with that, knowing that, because of that, he says to be steadfast, be unmovable. Why? We win. Read the end of the book. So it makes it easy to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always going forward, always pressing through. Stuff happens, but we press through it. For as much, amen. Thank you. Thank you, Annette. For as you know, you should know this, that your labor is never, it's not, and never will be in vain. You don't do this for nothing. Oh my goodness, could you imagine just being a Christian for nothing? <laughs> what for? We used to be good for nothing. <laughs> we're good for something now. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're Jesus with skin on. Jesus went about doing what? Good and healing. Jesus went about doing good. Why? Because there was evidence of his goodness in his life. And he said, go ye, so there can be evidence of his goodness in your life and in my life. Right? Woohoo! And so, I have some. Number one, God cannot lie. It is impossible for God to lie. Number two, his word is true, and we can trust him. God can be trusted. Number three, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, which means he does not change. He did not change his mind. When he said, you know, you'd ask him, Lord, will you bless me? He said, yes. And put a period. Wasn't a question mark. Amen. Number four, as he is, so are we in this world. And number five, God is a good God. So if you believe in the Lord your God, he cannot lie and his word is true. Amen. So we were talking, um, we have a, on Saturdays, we have men's prayer. And um, <laughs> the, the first scripture that Rob came out with, I almost jumped out of my skin. And I, I got a little extra, so it wouldn't have been too bad. I'm just getting it back in. Anyways, um, so. Uh, I just thought, man, because sometimes you, you know what it's like when you're putting together or a message together and you want to make sure that you know that you're on the right track, that it's right. Well, the first scripture that he mentioned is the first one we're going to. Let's go to Habakkuk chapter two, <laughs> verse 14. Woo! 
I'm telling you, prayer on Saturdays is a blast, you guys. And so, guys, gentlemen, men, um, you should, uh, I invite you to come. Yeah. Some people come from all the way over in Hammond's Plains. That's a lot of tire wear, praise the Lord. <laughs> so, the title of this message is The Knowledge of the Glory of the Lord. The knowledge of the glory. We've been talking about the glory. This is message number nine for those that are taking notes. And so in Habakkuk 2.14, it says, For the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory. The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. And that's where I got this title, the knowledge of the glory. How... So the earth is already filled with it. It says shall be, which means it's done. It's filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. So in Luke 137, it says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. So if he said that the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory, and he said nothing shall be impossible, uh, in, verse, uh, in the living Bible, it says, every promise from God shall surely come true. In the passion, not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. So that means that the earth right now is filled. And the knowledge of that is here. Now it's up to us to believe it. Amen? And we do. Why? You know, we need to, like, we believe this, and it's been our, um, it's been our running one of our running underlying themes for the year that um, in Romans eight twenty eight, all things are working toward for what? For our good? Whether it looks like it or whether it does not look like it, it's still working for our good. Right? Whether, even things looking sideways, it doesn't matter. That is still working for our good. Oh, don't look good. I don't care. It's still working for my good. It's working for your good. Amen? So, so good. Okay, anyway, okay, so <laughs> I just had to because it's a microphone. So reading this and knowing this are two different things, right? Because people read stuff all the time, but do you know it in your knower? Do you believe that? We do. We're believers. Are you expecting that whatever the Lord says for you to do is possible? Yes. What is your expectation regarding a specific assignment that God has given you? Um, God has given each and, every, each and every one of us assignments, and sometimes we take those assignments and put it on the shelf because it doesn't look like it's happening. But we will see the evidence of it. So we need to pull those things back off the shelf again because God didn't change his mind, right? Because his, his gifts are without what? Repentance? He doesn't change his mind. He doesn't take them back. If he gave you something to do, he didn't say, he didn't change his mind. He expects you to do it. Right? And we're doers. He said, be a doer of the word. And that's what we do. So um, when you have a great expectation, it will push you through any and all setbacks or discouragements. <laughs> Has anybody had a setback or discouragement ever? <laughs> yeah. But what pushes you through? expectation we will get to the other side you know and and really when jesus got into into the disciples boat when they're in the middle of a storm it said immediately they're on the other side let them into your boat amen immediately especially when you don't see things happening so habakkuk 2 14 for the earth shall be Filled with the knowledge of the glory as the waters cover the sea. The word shall, I looked that up, and, and it means um, used to express what is inevitable. It's inevitable. It's going, it's happened. It's a done deal. This earth is filled right now with the glory. This room is filled with air. Can you see it? Speaking of which, okay. I had a visit from an associate pastor from a church down the street. And um, he was on the other side down there uh, with the Salvation Army people. And I was at their church, and I noticed that their, like, their drums are, are just out. Everything is out. And it's very loud, and it's very echoey, and just the sound quality is not what it should be. And so I took him in here. And when he walked through the doors, his his because this is for the people that look at this place and think it's a piece of junk. He looked at this place and his jaw dropped. 
He said, the peace of God is all over this place. He looked at the platform and he went, that's what we need. He looked at the, at the, the rest of the platform. It was clean. I took him back to where Chris is and he, he's just going. I showed him our cameras. And on the way out of here, he said this. He said, I would, I, he said, we should move our church into here. So for all of you doubters and all of you people that are saying that this place is a piece of junk, let me tell you something. Don't say it in my face. I'll slap the taste out of you. God put us here. And already there's evidence that God is here. Why? Because of the goodness. Look around in this place. Look at what we've done here since we've been here. We have changed this place from a, from a uh, outhouse to penthouse. No, it was bad. Are you kidding me? When we walked, <laughs> you did the tour. Glory to God. You didn't want to touch nothing. You wish you would have had a hazmat suit. For real. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look what the Lord has done. So, yeah, don't complain. Because you, sometimes, you need to go to, sometimes you need to go somewhere else to take a look around. And then you come back and you appreciate what you have here. Yes. So, anyways. <clears throat> Shall be filled. I looked it up in the vines. Listen to this. It means um, in used of filling to overflowing. Shall be filled to overflow. Not just filling up to the limits of something, but filling so as to go beyond its limits. He wants to fill you so that you're limitless with his glory. Imagine. That's why when you start walking around knowing that you're filled to overflow and you, you have limitless supply, his glory, that wherever you walk, especially being within six feet of people, expect that glory to shine everywhere you go. The glory will dispel fear. Amen. Let's go to um, Psalm 72, please. Psalm 72. Woo! Hallelujah. Be one-handed page turning today. Praise the Lord. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> really appreciate it. All right. Are you there, Psalm 72? Verse 18, please. It says, blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. That's all he can do is wondrous things. That's all he can do. Stuff that's wonderful. That's all he can do. Who only does wondrous things. And blessed be his glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with. With his glory. Come on. Let the whole earth. It's filled. And they're talking about it filled. And filled. And it's overflowing. And it's limitless. And it's here for us. We just got to know about it. And so what happens is. Whatever we preach on. Whatever we study. We get a manifestation of that. What we study. And what we preach on. Don't we? Because it says that. Signs follow the preaching of the word. Right? God confirmed his word with signs following. So he's going to confirm this, and he has been confirming it. And it's little by little, it's like those, those, those louvers on a, on a shade. And every once in a while, it goes up and up and up, and you see more. And more light's coming in. And the more light that comes in, the more light comes in. I know it's deep. <laughs> in the Passion, it says, may, the, uh, may all the earth overflow with his glory. May all the earth overflow with his glory. Imagine. Woohoo. That'll make you happy. Isaiah chapter 6, please. Isaiah. Let me know when you're there. All right. Verse 1. <clears throat> In the year that King Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord sitting up on a throne, high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims, which 
Each one had six wings, and with two he covered his face, with two he covered his feet, with two he did fly. He must have been some kind of a sight to see. But it's verse 3. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. What did they see? What are they saying? It's here. It's full right now. If they're saying this back then, and you know that everything with God, it says, you know, though Job, we've been reading that, though your beginning was small, your latter end is going to what? Greatly increase. Are you getting this? Limitless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sent somebody a picture from, the, from uh, Ukraine. Oh, da. Oh, da. Da is yes, right? So, anyways, praise the Lord. Candace, I know you're watching. Oh, da. Da, da, da. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, <laughs> look at this. Um, verse 4. And the posts of the door moved at the sound of him that cried, can you imagine? Wow, people come in here. That's too loud. Well, have the doorposts moved yet? No, it's not that loud. When I was on the road, <laughs> we had a sign on our, on our side with our board. It was a rock and roll band. And uh, we had a sign on our board. It said, if it's too loud, you're too old. <laughs> but I would never say that here. Never. Because where are you getting renewed? We're young. Amen? Yeah, don't shut me down. Come on. <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> uh, yeah, and the, the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. And, and I looked up different translations about, the, you know, the whole earth is filled with his glory, and every single translation that I looked at said the same thing. The earth is filled with his glory. Period. Right now. Passion. No. Uh, Psalm 63, please. I almost jumped ahead. Psalm 63, verse 1. There is a knowledge. And that's what we're seeking now. And so how do you seek knowledge? Well, David had a plan. Uh, verse 1, oh God, <laughs> period, oh God, <laughs> oh, you are my God, early will I seek you, my soul thirsts for you, my flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, so there's got to be a thirsting and there's got to be a longing for this, for him, amen? And a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see your power and to see your glory as I have seen you in the sanctuary. So he's seen this already. Right? But one seen is not enough. And that should be the same thing for us. One touch is not enough. Oh Lord, touch me again. Because the first touch was good for yesterday, but today is a new day. Come on, his mercies are what? New every morning. Lord, thank you for new mercy daily. Daily. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to see your power and your glory as I've seen you in the sanctuary. Verse 3. Because I love it, kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Woo! That's a good plan. As we did today. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. And verse 5. My soul my mind, my will, and my emotion shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. And I heard somebody say, listen, if your lips aren't joyful now, repeat verse 4. All right, let's repeat verse 4. Thus will I be plussy. Come on, while I live, I will lift up my hands in thy name. Why? I want joyful lips. If my lips aren't joyful, I will repeat verse 4 again. Come on now, do it till something happens. Amen. So listen to this in the Passion. It says, for the pure and shining one. I love that title. It says, oh God of my life, 
I am love, I am lovesick for you in this weary wilderness. I thirst with the deepest longings to love you more. With cravings in my heart that can't be described, such yearning grips my soul for you, my God. Listen to this, verse 2. I'm energized every time I enter your heavenly sanctuary. I Come on. Every time you come to church, you should be energized. You thou that sleepest? When you come to church, you should be energized. (laughs) It says, I'm energized every time I enter into your heavenly sanctuary to seek more of your power and to drink in more of your glory. Drink it in. Drink it in. Woo! Verse 3. For your tender mercies mean more to me than life itself. How I love and praise you, God. Oh, how I love you. Come on. Verse 4. Daily I will worship you, passionately and with all my heart. My arms will wave to you like banners of praise. Verse 5. I overflow with praise when I come before you, for the anointing of your presence satisfies me like nothing else. The anointing of your presence, come on now, the anointing of his presence satisfies us like nothing else. Nothing else. Come on now. He's often imitated, but he's never duplicated. The world tried to do it. Come on. Nothing ever satisfies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that song, you guys are singing my message. See, I love that. And not only that, well, it's not my message anyways, praise the Lord. We're all, we all have parts and pieces. That's my part. That's my piece. Um, Psalms 84, please. Hallelujah. We're talking about the knowledge of the glory. And he wants us to know it. Because the glory is here. We just need to know how to flow in it. Stir it up. Hallelujah. Psalms 84, 4, verse 10. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God. That means you've got to go to church, doesn't it? Just saying. <laughs> it said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Verse 11, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and he will give glory. And you start looking, as you do your readings all the time, you're going to see that word glory pop up so much. And God giving it. Give it, gave it, has been, is to come. And it seems like it's a perpetual thing, right? It says, the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. And he's not talking about Simeon's. That walk uprightly. No, he's talking about us. We walk in the promises of God. That's what we do. We're Christian. Amen. Does it mean we get it right every time? No! But we know how to get it right. We know how to get it right. Hallelujah. So, verse 12. Oh, Lord of hosts, blessed is the person that trusts in you. Blessed, be empowered to prosper because we trust in him. Listen to this in the Passion. For just one day of intimacy with you is like a thousand days of joy rolled into one. Woo! One day is like a thousand rolled into one. I'd rather stand at the threshold in front of the, of the gate beautiful, ready to go in and worship my God, than to live my life without you in the most beautiful place of the wicked. Hmm. For the Lord God is brighter than the brilliance of a sunrise, wrapping himself around me like a shield. Listen to this. He is so generous with his gifts of grace and glory. He's generous, which means freely. Take it. Take it. Take it. It's free. 
He is so generous with his gifts of grace and glory. Those who walk along his paths with integrity will never lack one thing they need, for he provides it all. O Lord of heaven's armies, what euphoria fills those who forever trust in you. We trust in him forever. Amen. Let's go to uh, 1 Chronicles, please. 1 Chronicles. And we're going to go to verse 16. Wasn't Eugene and Anne-Marie awesome on Thursday? Come on. Who knew? Who knew? I know everybody has a story, but then when you hear their story, and then you hear the backstory, it's like, wow. Man. Man. And you're still here. And you're not done yet. You're not done yet. There's still more. Amen. They wrote a, they put my thing in a magazine with pictures. I have that magazine. You're not getting it. <laughs> oh, you already saw it? Okay. Praise the Lord. Anyways, okay. So uh, First Chronicles chapter 16, please, verse 21. I love this. We get a chance to hear from the people that's in, within our family, family stories. And then you get to appreciate them more when you know where they've walked and where they've walked through and where they've been to where they are now. Because a lot of people, we just see them now when they're all fixed up. We didn't see them when they were broken, right? And so, you know, you're, you're looking at them now, they're all shiny and, and, and all dust-free. Not so much back then. Mm. All righty. First Chronicles 16, verse 21. He suffered no man to do them wrong, yet he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. That is so true. Touch not my anointed, do my my prophets no harm. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Why? Because his glory is here. Show forth from day to day his salvation. Look at, declare his glory among the heathen. His marvelous works among all nations. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. For uh, he also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Look at this. Glory and honor in his presence. The knowledge of the glory. And he said glory and honor is in his presence. So where are you going to get all the knowledge of the glory? In his presence. I know, we try to make it so deep, right? And we, we try to find all the, you know, we got to have, uh, you know, 18 steps to God's glory. Well, no, just take one. Step in. The ch- step in. <laughs> just take one. Step in. Glory and honor in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his place. Wow. Give unto the Lord, you kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. So when you get full of his glory, what's going to happen? You're going to be giving it away. You're giving that glory. You're giving that strength away. Why? Because you're limitless. You have so much, you got to give it away. Verse 29, give unto the Lord glory due to, unto his name. Bring an offering. What? You mean to say offerings are tied up with the glory? It says so here. Bring an offering. And come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Wow, 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 wow. Psalms 149, please. You getting anything out of this? Yeah, okay. Psalms 149, verse 1. This is so good. Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. We did that today. That was so fresh. I love that song. Did I tell you I like that song? Uh, no, I really like that song. That song is such a good song. It's good. It's good. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints. Let Israel, let New Covenant Ministries rejoice in him that made him. He made us. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrels and the harp. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. Did we not say that before? One of Pastor Gary's revelations. The Lord takes pleasure in his people. Yes. 
He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the, verse 5, let the saints be joyful in glory. So there is joy in this glory. Joyful, full of joy in the glory. So when you, if, you're a, if you've got limitless glory and joy is tied up in the glory, we should be some happy pappies. Right? For real. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Sing aloud. Don't whisper it. Come on now. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Have the word in your hand, a microphone in your mouth. Come on now. Well, this is like, this is two fists in it. Right? You got a microphone in one hand, you got the word in the other hand, and yes, going at it. Boom. Who's going to stop you? Listen to this in the Passion. It's called triumphant praise. So, our praise should be triumphant. When you think about it, when you praise him, there should be triumphant stuff that happens as a result of your praise to him. It should stir you up so much that you're just going to turn around and say, really? Really? You're going to try to put that on me? I'll slap you? Talking to the devil, not people. We don't, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. You can't slap people, although we'd like to. There's times, oh, yeah, come on now. Yeah. And realize you only have two cheeks. Well, four. Uh, but two. When, <laughs> when, you run out of, <laughs> when, when you run out of cheek, it's, it's only like Donkey Kong. Right? Just saying. Psalms 149, verse 1, in the Passion. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. It's time to sing to God a brand new song so that all his holy people will hear how wonderful he is. And the unholy people will hear it too. Verse 2, listen to this. May Israel or may New Covenant Ministries be infused, enthused with joy because of him. May the sons of Zion pour out their joyful praises to their king. Break forth with dancing. Make music and sing God's praises with the rhythm of drums. I didn't put that in there. But I like it a lot. Thunder drums. We'll bring it back. Woo! Oh, yeah. That was fun. We should. Verse 4. For he enjoys his faithful lovers. He adorns the humble with his beauty. He loves to give them victory. He loves to give you victory. He loves it. Verse 5, his godly lovers triumph in the glory of God, and their joyful praises will rise even while others sleep. So your joyful praises are doing stuff for people while they're sleeping. And that could be a physical sleep, or that could be a spiritual sleep. When you start praying for people, stuff happens, right? So their joyful praises will rise even while others sleep. Verse 6, God's high and holy praises fill their mouths, for their shouted praises are their weapons of war. You're shouting, come on, we did some warfare today. We did some serious warfare today. Don't know what it was for, but all I know is that all things are working for our good. So whatever that was that you were shouting about today, it was working for your good. Amen. That's why we need to be shouting more. Why? Because our shouts of praise are weapons of war. Mm-hmm. That's why we do what we do. Isaiah chapter 60, please, verse 1. No, 60. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me know when you're there. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Arise. Shine. For your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen up on you. 
For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness of people, but the Lord shall arise upon you. His glory shall be seen upon you. Glory can be seen. And the Gentiles or the unsaved shall come to your light, the kings to the brightness of your rising. Now I looked up a couple of words here. Um, Arise means to stand up, to rise up, to shine means to be lighted. Become light, become illuminated, to kindle, to light a candle or a lamp. And so that took me to Psalms 18. Listen to this, verse 28. For you will light my candle. You're going to light my candle. He's going to send you off like a jet. Amen. He says, you will light my candle. Uh, the Lord, my God, will enlighten my darkness. For by you, Lord, I have run through a troop. By my God, I have leaped over a wall. What are you doing? You're shining. Woo! It says, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those that trust in him. For who is God save our Lord? Who is a rock save our God? It is God that girds me with, come on, God girds me with strength. Makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like hind's feet. Sets me on, a, on my high place. He teaches my hands to war. Woo! So that a bow, bow of steel is broken by my arm. That's some serious gunnage right there. Come on. He's saying you can bend steel. Those that lift weights, push it till the bar bends. <laughs> Just saying. Verse 35. You have also given me the shield of salvation. Thy right hand holds me up. Thy gentleness has made me great. Why? Because God's gentleness and your gentleness will make you great. When you know that you're filled with the glory, nothing can stop you. All things are working for your good. So when you're gentle to people, even though they're freaking out, your gentleness will make, them, will make you great. What a cool thing. Verse 36, you have enlarged my steps under me that my feet did not slip. He's going to enlarge your steps, which means one step you're going to take cover of so much more territory, right? So arise, stand up, shine. You're going to be a jet. You get ready to take off. Your light talks about daybreak, dawn, morning light, the light of a lamp, the light of life. Listen to this. This is out of the, uh, the vines. He's talking about the light of a lamp, the light of life, the light of prosperity, and the light of instruction. Your light. You're going to get that. You, you, so you should be expecting the light of life, the light of, and we're talking about revelation light of prosperity, the light of instruction. And of course, so it says, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen. So the glory means, and, and pastors taught about this, kabod, refers to, listen to this, to uh, uh, great physical weight or quantity of a thing. Honor, abundance, heavy, heavy honor, heavy abundance, heavy riches, splendor, dignity. It's going to be heavy. Right? Reputation. Reverence, and he's talking about it's going to be so heavy that you will be again limitless. When you start walking around knowing that you're limitless because the limitless one is on the inside of you, who's going to mess with you? What is there to fear? There is no fear, and right now, that is the biggest thing that we need to deal with is fear. You conquer fear, you got nothing left. And our praise is our weapons of war. What's he saying? Mm-hmm. And so it says, so arise, shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen. And the word risen uh, it means to, to come forth, to break out, to arise, to shine, and to appear. In other words, show up. Red Rover, Red Rover, let the limitless one take over. That's the deal. That's where we're headed. 
So I put it all together, and this is what it says. Arise, stand up, get ready. Your light has come. Your candle is lit. You're going to be like a jet. It's the glory of the Lord, the weightiness and limitless quantity of God's honor, his abundance, riches, splendor, dignity, and reputation is written, is risen, is coming forth, and is breaking out and rising up to appear on you and to appear on me. Woo! That's the deal. That's what we're made of. That's the God we serve. Jesus. So we said, Habakkuk 2.14, the earth shall be filled with what? The knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Now, Haggai 2, verse 7, um, just for the sake of time, just listen. Um, Haggai 2, 7 and 9, it says, I will shake all nations. The desire of all nations shall come. I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord. God said it. He didn't stutter, did he? He said, I will fill this house with glory. Mm-hmm. This is the Old Testament. I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, the gold is mine, says the, says the Lord of hosts. And the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. All that stuff back there was cool. But the greater is coming. <laughs> the greater. So the glory of this latter house shall be greater than that of the former, said the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace. So expect peace to, to reign in your life. Through all of this turmoil and all of this stuff with COVID, you can expect the glory to rise up as you praise the Lord, knowing that the glory is already here. This place is full, so this means you're full. Stir yourself up. And then get up. <laughs> Arise and shine. Go around people. You don't have to put your hands on them. You just got to get around. Just walk by them and smile. Even through your mask, your eyes smile. Your eyes smile through a mask. That's all you got to do. Start talking to people. I come around some people, they jump right, they jump right up in the air and jump right away from you. And no, 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 that, for them, that is very real. And so, peace. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I've reached more people this way and just being who I am. Peace. I don't condemn them. I don't make fun of them. I just, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Right? Amen. So, listen to this New Living Translation, verse 9. The, the future glory of this temple will be greater than its past glory. The future glory. We are the future. We're it. Amen? The message, this temple is going to end up far better, far better than it started out. A glorious beginning, but an even more glorious finish. Woo! A more glory. Come on, more glorious? That's good English, isn't it? But an even more glorious finish, a place in which I will hand out wholeness and holiness. He's going to hand it out. Here, be whole. Here, be holy. Take it! Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Talking about the temple in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. We know this one. What? <laughs> Whenever they have to do something, what? Trying to, it's got to slap you back into your remembrance of who you are. <laughs> That's what he did. What? Don't you know? <laughs> Don't you know who you are? He says, what? Don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? Why should we fear? So what is almost like a slap? Don't you know? Kind of shaking you. The Holy Ghost is in you. Mm-hmm. Which you have of God. And you're not your own, for you're bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Passion. Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness who lives in you? 
You don't belong to yourself any longer for the gift of God. The Holy Spirit lives inside your sanctuary. Talking about you personally. You are God's expensive purchase. Woo! Paid for with tears of blood. So by all means then, use your body to bring glory. Use your body to bring glory to God. We have, we're looking for the knowledge of the glory. There's a hunger. There's a thirst. There's joy. There's abundance. Now he's saying use your body to do that. John 11, verse 40. Um, Jesus said unto the woman, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory? So what do you got to do? You got to believe it. You believe and you will see. Don't look to see to believe. Because then you'll, you'll be looking all over the place. And you'll be still looking and never find it. Let's go to John 17, please. Jesus' prayer. I love this prayer. John 17, um, verse 22. And Jesus is speaking, and he said, And the glory which you gave me, I have given them. Think about the glory that Jesus walked in, around, through, and in. Like, how he, how he functioned. Right? And now what did he do? He gave it to us. Why? So that we could become one, right? Even as we are one. Is he really saying that we can be as one with God as he is one with God? Is that what he said? Did he stutter? No? Did he really mean it? Does he yeah, really, really? Yeah. Does he mean what he say and say what he means? Hmm. The glory which you gave me, I have given them. God cannot lie. His word is true. We can trust him. Which means if he's given it to us, we have it right now. We have it right now. Same glory. Mm-mm. I am them, you and me, that they may be perfect in one, that the world may know that you sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Whoa. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> and in Romans 4.20, he said that he staggered not at the promise of God. He didn't stagger at this promise. He didn't stagger at John 17, 22, and the glory that God gave Jesus, Jesus gave it to us. Didn't stagger at the promise. I know it's, it's two different things, but it's, it's still the same. It still means the same. But with strong in faith, giving glory to God. So how are you going to become strong in faith? God, I thank you that you've given me that same glory. Stir yourself up. Lord, I walk in the same glory. Thank you, Jesus. Why? When you praise him and thank him for the glory that he's given you and the glory that we walk in, the glory that we dwell in, the glory that we, come on. No wonder they got happy. This has become strong. He became strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform in our lives. That he's expecting the glory in our lives to show up and to show out all around us, especially now. Oh my goodness, now. Now is the time. Mm, we are the people. Praise the Lord. <laughs> all right, Second Thessalonians, we're getting ready to land this plane. Second Thessalonians, please. Verse 13. Oh, chapter 2. Excuse me. I got excited. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you. Brethren, sistern, beloved of the Lord. That would be you. Right? Because God has, from the beginning, chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto you 
He called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory. He called us to obtain this. Those he called, he glorified. See how this all, this all, this whole thing, it all meshes together. It is so cool. To the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, sisters, stand fast. Hold the tradition which you've been taught, whether by word or by letter, epistle. Uh, now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which loved us and has given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts, establish you in every good word and every good work. Amen. Listen to this in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19. Um, B, the second part of it, it says, When the enemy shall come in, comma, like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall raise up, lift up a standard against him. What do you think that standard is? Like a flood, the glory of the Lord rising up. So many people, you know, some churches were preaching, well, the enemy's coming in like a flood. He can't do that. He can't do that. Not, not to you, not to us. No, 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 no. He'll come in. We're the ones that, <laughs> no, no, no. We're the ones that are flooding. We're the ones that are filled with limitless glory. We're the ones that overflow, flood, overflow. We don't have pronoun trouble. Like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord lift up a standard against him. That is the glory of God. Last set of verses. Luke 17, please. Luke 17, verse 11. Hallelujah. Mm -mm -mm. Verse 11. It came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And he entered into a certain village. And there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. They lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. With a loud voice, praise why? Because it's a weapon. Glorified God. Fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus answering and said, were there not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Are, there, are not found, <laughs> there are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. Give glory to God, but this one stranger. And he said to him, arise. Get up. Go your way. Your faith has made you whole. Whole. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing wanted. Nothing needed. Why? Because he gave God glory, and God returned that same glory back to him, fixed him up. Which means he replaced parts. Come on, lepers lose parts. And he says, you're going to be whole. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing wanted, nothing needed. Amen. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.